0: Thank you all for making Locked On Spartans your first listen every single day here in the Locked On Podcast Network, free and available where you find folks get your podcasts. Also, today's episode is brought to you by NetSuite. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. Head to NetSuite.com slash on NCAA for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. On today's episode, that's right, full episode with Tony Mandarich talking about Michigan State, talking about life in general. It's awesome awesome chat with him but first end of a short era as kenneth walker will be skipping the peach bowl rightfully so uh yeah we're gonna talk about that a little bit off the top as well let's go
1: you are locked on spartans your daily podcast on the michigan state spartans part of the locked on podcast network your team every day
0: My fellow Spartan fans, how on earth are you doing on this fine, fine Friday or Thursday night, depending on uh, when you're listening to the show? Yes, I've been uh, starting to get a little antsy and just publish a lot of episodes a night in advance as opposed to the old 5 a.m. drop. I hope you guys have been liking that. I mean, I know that at least one guy on Twitter uh, (laughs) enjoys it because he works a night shift and likes something to listen to. So, eh, why not? Uh, Give the people what they want. Um, On today's episode... That's right, Tony Mandarich, the incredible bulk. Uh, awesome chat with him. Uh, I hope that you guys will enjoy it as much as I did. That's going to come up here in a little bit. But first, we got to talk about the Kenneth Walker news. But first, before all that, just need to ask you to play or <laughs> need to politely ask you rather to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Of course, this is Locked On Spartans. I'm your host, Matt Sheehan, and if you ever want to reach out. Locked on LockedOnSpartans at gmail.com is the place to find me with any questions, comments, concerns, anything that you want to get off your chest. And I think Monday's show, we're going to make a Monday mailbag. So any questions, whether they be serious questions, ridiculous questions, like I said, Locked on spartans at gmail.com. All right, before getting to Tony uh, Mandarich, of course, I said that, yeah, barring any breaking news, uh, the full episode will be with Tony Of course, there was some breaking news today. I Kind of expected news, though, so we won't go too far into this. Next week, we will have a a Kenneth Walker episode where we go over all of his highlights. Hopefully, we get some interviews in the mix, but we'll see. But we'll be really quick here. Kenneth Walker did announce today that he will be skipping the Peach Bowl and focusing on the NFL draft. Uh, Rightfully so. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, We hit on this a few episodes ago and why this was a no-brainer decision. Mel Tucker kind of alluded to it uh, earlier on when he said that he's uncertain if Kenneth is going to be playing in the Peach Bowl. That was pretty much saying it's only a matter of time before he announces that he will not be playing. His draft stock is great. It's as high as it'll ever get. One more game in the Peach Bowl will not make it any higher. And yeah, right now, depending on what mock draft you look at, he's either the first running back to go or uh, the fourth running back to go. Most have him as the second or third, but eh, we'll find out here in a little bit. Of course, really quick, uh, Kenneth Walker goes without saying, Spartan icon in just one season. Uh, one year, and he was the first ever MSU player to win the Doak Walker Award, the Walter Camp Award, unanimous first-team All-American two. On top of all that, of course, there's a the Big Ten running back of the year, and, well, uh, first-team All-Big Ten as well. So, yes, Kenneth, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for an awesome... Awesome, incredible year at Michigan State. Thank you for getting to the Peach Bowl. I mean, that's really, really, really because of him, if we're going to be honest. So, yeah, so that's uh, just head to hit on the Kenneth Walker news. Really quick off the top, we will have a more ceremonious episode uh, for good old Kenneth next week. So stay tuned to that one. That should be a fun one. If you have a favorite Kenneth Walker memory that you want to make sure that we add. Eh. Locked on Spartans at gmail.com. All right, guys, uh, let's just get straight to our conversation now with uh, the one, the only, Tony Mandrich. Uh Yeah, let's go. I'll stop wasting time. Let's get to him. Pumped doesn't even begin to describe how I'm feeling about this upcoming conversation right now because we have former All-American, former Outland finalist, Rose Bowl champion, and forever Spartan. That's right. We're talking about the one, the only, incredible bulk, Tony Mandarich. Tony, how on earth are you doing? You doing Okay.
1: I'm doing fantastic. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks for having me on.
0: Now, of course, the nickname Incredible Ball." Do do you still enjoy that? Did you ever enjoy it? Like, do people still hit you with that? Or how do you view just that nickname just right off the top right there? Well,
1: you know, I mean, Sports Illustrated coined it, right? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I never never called myself that. Um, I definitely (laughs) didn't want to call myself the Incredible Bus four years later. (laughs) They coined that one, too. But... um, you know, it doesn't, I mean, it doesn't bother me. I, it's amazing. I'll tell you what's amazing to me is how many people that I'll run into on a daily basis that remember that cover. It's just crazy. It's just, you know, it's like, like I don't know why they remember it. Maybe it was just like an odd cover, like for SI to have or something, but they're like, I remember, you know, the cover and the incredible bulk and stuff. And and um people are very gracious. They're they're very they're very good, you know. Of course, I mean, we're talking generations now separated from that. Like mm-hmm. many generations. So there's a lot of people who have no idea about that whole thing. So it's funny to watch sometimes dads explain to their kids who are and their kids are like in their twenties about, you know, this guy put in Michigan State, yada yada and this and that, and their kids are kinda of like rolling their eyes going like, Let's go. <laughs> they're laughing going (laughs) i can relate to what they're you know feeling as far as i I was probably acting that way when when i was that age (laughs) no definitely want to get
0: to obviously your whole career no doubt about that but i let's just start with i mean kind of the beginning i mean obviously you're michigan state spartan this is a michigan state podcast so first and foremost like what is your relationship with MSU like these days? Do you ever come back? Do, do you feel welcome when you come
1: back? Or do you keep in touch with anyone? Or what, what's that been like for, for you? Well, you know, I, I do keep in touch. Actually, I shouldn't. I mean, I do keep in touch with some of the guys I played with and some other friends that I have that I went to school with. Um, I would give them more credit than myself. They keep in touch with me. They, gotcha. they, they go out of, I mean, they put more effort into reaching out because... Because they're good people they're they're great friends and they're good people, and I get so distracted with whether it's work or this or that and and that's a lame excuse but because those are people that I've known now for thirty years that you know are lifetime you know friends and 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 teammates and stuff like that and so it's funny you ask about my relationship with Michigan state um I don't think it's a like i don't think there's anything bad about it. The, okay. the other interesting thing is um I've I've been in communication with the last in the last month with the administration department uh to finish my degree because I'm like 16 credits short. When I left I was about 16 credits short and so they've gone in done all the research to see what they're still giving me credit for, what's not. And for the most part I'm kind of like where I'm at when I left in gotcha. 1989. So I'll probably, uh, not probably, I'm going to enroll in summer semesters as soon as I can enroll. I'll do two classes in the summer, three classes in the fall virtually, and um, and I'll have my degree. Gotcha. Um, so they, you know, the administration department has been great. Um, you know, uh, Michigan State football has been great. I mean, they, I mean, there's nothing um, like, like, they haven't. They haven't done anything that's been, you know, uh, I, I guess bad or anything. I, I don't know. I mean, I've been treated well. I, I have no complaints. Yeah. I, You know, look, I'll, I love the school. I love the football program. I love the campus. I love what Michigan State stands for. I love meeting other Spartans. You know, I love going every once in a while. I'll go down to games. There's a... Uh, sports bar down here that like, you know, hosts Michigan State football every Saturday. So we went to the, when we played Michigan, you know, went down there with the alumni club and stuff. Nice. So that was a blast. You know, there was a lot of, a lot of people there It was packed. And for us, it was, you know, 9am, you know, in the right. morning, because we're right. three, at that time we were three hours behind. So it's, <laughs> uh, it was great. But yeah, there, you know, there's some things that raise an eyebrow, you know, that, you know, I don't know, I don't know, (laughs) I don't know how to explain it, but it makes me go, I wonder why this, or I wonder why that, and I'm like, you know what, I know what I did, Mm -hmm. and I know, like, the actions I did, and I know a lot of them were right, I know some of them were wrong, but they were, they were my actions, and I took responsibility for them, I didn't, None of it was anybody's fault. Uh, nobody made me do anything. I made the final choice for for anything as far as like for myself. Um, but I have, you know, look, I'll fight. It's one of those things that's like there's few things in your life that you're willing to bleed for, mm-hmm. you know, or people that you're willing to bleed for. Michigan State, I'm willing to bleed for. Like, I I love that place. I love that school. Some of the by far some of the best you know, memories of my life.
0: Of course, lots more to talk about with Tony Mandarich, but first need to talk to you fine folks about NetSuite. That's right, this is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours, but on your backswing, (gasps) your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility because you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, planning, budgeting, and much more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes, close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. That's why ninety-three percent of surveyed businesses—that's right, ninety-three percent of surveyed businesses—increase their visibility and control after upgrading to NetSuite. Over twenty-seven thousand businesses already use NetSuite, and right now. Through the end of the year, NetSuite is offering a one of a kind financing program to those ready to upgrade at netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA. Head to netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA for special end of year financing on the number one financial system for growing businesses. One more time, netsuite.com slash locked on NCAA. Also, guys, betonline.ag. Whoo, yeah, got to hit the high note of the week, baby. Let's go. Bet Online has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues their march to the playoffs. And Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this winter. Head to the new updated desktop or mobile website, sign up today, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use promo code LOCKED ON, all one word, LOCKED ON, to receive that 50% welcome bonus. From basketball to football. To NHL, to boxing, to UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online—it's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. It's BetOnline.ag, where the game starts. Also, guys, start your bowl season with the ultimate college playoff preview 2021 local experts betting advice and draft analysis all in one place so it was comprehensive college football playoff preview and it begins this friday all right let's get back to our guy tony manderich that's actually kind of where i wanted to go next is of course you know that you got the the whole uh steroid thing that you've been very outspoken about uh, you brought up the incredible bus cover but hey i mean look there's still some great things to talk about here. One of them is your time at Michigan State. Like I said at the top, you were All-American, Outland Finalist, Big Ten Lineman of the Year. You played in the 1988 Rose Bowl. So, I mean, just from there, like, what was your favorite part of being at MSU back in, in your college playing days?
1: Um, you know, I would have to say, I would have to say, it would, you know, especially now, you know, being 55, it's like, you just, I'm just over halfway there. So I got 45 more years to go. Right. So, yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I've done, I've lived enough to be able to reflect and be like, you know, the, the best part were the people, you know, the, the people, the, the teammates, the coaches, um, you know, uh, even like, I mean everybody in that building, you know, and that doesn't exclude like, you know, the student body I mean everything at for me everything at state was like awesome like I loved it when I look back I don't have very I don't I don't have hardly any bad memories about Michigan State if any um that's good but you know like but you know like coach you know Perlis and 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 Buck nystrom and Morris Watts and Nick Saban I mean I know there's a lot of people that don't like Nick Saban but you know what get over it man it's a business <laughs> It's a business, you know, it's like get over it. It's like if you don't like them, you know, it's a, it's a business. Everybody, you know, at the end of the day you got to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's a selfish thing, but if you don't take care of yourself, you're not capable of taking care of other people that you love. And it's like, you know, I you know, Nick recruited me out of out of the high school in Ohio. So so I you know have a little bit closer relationship with Nick, so when a lot of people started hating on him after he left Michigan State and said he wasn't gonna leave Michigan State and all this, I'm like, Hey man, it's a business. It, yeah. like, it happens every day, everywhere,
0: you know. Yeah. I mean you gotta look out for yourself first and foremost. Right. I mean, that was just right. the
1: extreme point of that. Of course, well it's selfish, it's selfish, but but it's like at the end of the day, it's like, I mean, if you don't take care of you, who's gonna? Exactly. You right. know, and then and then if you're not if your own house is not in order, you're not capable of helping other people.
0: Yeah, you know? definitely.
1: And I, and
0: maybe this isn't maybe regret isn't the right word to use because that's a pretty extreme word mm-hmm. to use. But like, is there anything that you would do different at, at your time or
1: Michigan Absolutely State or not. no? Gotcha. Absolutely not. No, because I'm comfortable in my skin today. Um, I'm comfortable with who I am. I'm, you know, I've worked a lot of, you know, I mean. Worked a lot on myself over the last, you know, uh, I want to say most of my actually since I was twenty eight, twenty eight years old when I got sober um, in Brighton, Michigan, uh, just outside Detroit. Gotcha. Uh, March twenty third of ninety five, I went in and uh, voluntarily because I was like, you know, I'm I'm out of control. Like this, this chemical thing, this alcohol and these painkillers are literally killing me. And so there's been a lot of work that's been done like, you know, internal work. And there's still a lot of work to do. It's, it's, it'll never end. It's, it's a lifelong process, but the thing is to constantly daily keep it simple and, and just keep moving forward to get better and better. And uh, But uh, I definitely have zero regrets really with anything I've done in my life. I've made some big mistakes. Um, I've had some big successes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one of the things with myself and with, you know, thousands of other people that have a, a job or a career, whether it's an athlete, whether it's a celebrity, it doesn't matter what, a politician, it doesn't matter what it is. You grow up in public. You grow up on the front page. Um, so when you're growing up, it's like you're growing up in public. It's like, not like, I mean, there's a lot of people that have made the same mistakes I've made, some less, some more. You know, would be considered greater mistakes, some less mistakes, but because they don't have a career that is in the public eye, you know, not as many people know. So it's like, well, that's not their fault either. Yeah. It's like it's just a circumstance thing, and it's like I get it. And I mean, I feel fortunate because, I mean, I ran out of options. I, I you know, what I thought was the 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 remedy, what ended up being the poison. Gotcha. And
0: you've also been just so open to talk about all this too. I think that's one of the most fascinating things about you. Whenever I see an interview or read a piece is that you are very upfront about everything. And also a peek behind the curtain for all the listeners. This is probably the most hassle-free interview I've ever booked my entire life. Like you (laughs) had no problem just jumping on and being like, yeah, I'll talk about whatever you want. It's like, I guess, point blank like why why are you just so open about everything these days you talk about of course being comfortable in your own skin isn't that or is it also to talk about well a lot of people go through this so why don't i just become a face for for this too
1: well i mean i you know i could have i could take and i could have taken and i still can take a lot of different avenues on how Mm -hmm. i live um you know i chose and i choose daily to you know kind of like At the end of the day, what have I, I'll question myself and ask myself, what have I done today that has improved myself somehow? Whether it's learning something new, something educational, talk to someone, something, okay? Um, And what have I done to add to life or society? Like what positive thing have I done or what, you know, and not every day I've done something positive. Sometimes there's there's shitty days. There's mistakes that I've made, right? Not sure. nearly to the level of the, the ones they used to be, but when that, you know, the pain comes with those mistakes that emotional pain and stuff. And then you, as you get older, you do them less and less because you go, okay, when I do that, it equals pain. I don't like pain. So don't do that. So, you know, it's like, it's a simple formula but it took me a lot of years to figure out um, so at the end of the, what motivates me today is is just you know being the best version of me that I can be so I can have the ability to you know share my story um, and there's a lot of stories like mine uh, you know and and there's some different nuances it'll differ with different things but you know that but but it's really carrying the message not just of sobriety that sobriety works but just of doing the right thing just do the right thing period that you don't doesn't have to have anything to do with sobriety just do the right thing as far as a human being and um we need to you know i'm starting to preach now but it's like these are all things i reflect on daily and i think Mm -hmm. to myself is like what before I point the finger at that politician, or if I say something to a friend about that politician, or or this state government, or that state, or, or anything, sports, anything, this athlete's pol- political views or whatever, it's like, I need to look at my own stuff first and be like, okay, am I qualified, you know, and to make a or, – or think it through and think about, you know what, that person grew up in a different part of the country, or this person – you know has been in a political family their whole life or whatever the case may be i'm just using those as examples just because of the obvious right that's going on in this country mm-hmm. but it's like just imagine if we if every individual there's 360 million of us okay out of that let's just say 250 million are of the adult nature like 18 years old and then but not to the point where they can't function and, and, and because of, a you know, Alzheimer's or a disease or something, or, or sure. something. If we all did our own part and took care of our own house and metaphorically and literally, and just did the right thing. Imagine that collective amount of people doing that, the strength of this country, how it would be. But instead we throw rocks at each other. We call each other people, we call each other names and we do all the, we do all the shit that I did when I was younger, right? You. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I'm not saying, you know, listen, I am i don't have, I, I was going to say, I don't have all the answers. I hardly have any answers. I'm just taking care of my own house, doing my part. You know, it reminds me of, you know, uh, Bill Belichick always saying to his guys, you know, do your job for your position. If you do your job, the rest will fall in place as a collective unit. And that's the same thing as, as being, you know, being American. And it's, it's and I'm a Canadian citizen here on my third yeah. group card, <laughs> you know, and I had a student visa, you know, at Michigan State, then three green cards now. And, um, I, you know, I've lived in the U.S. longer than Canada. I, I love both countries. Um, but there's, you know, it's, it, if we took care of our own stuff, each individual and that's not overwhelming to take care of your own stuff that's something that's feasible it's not saying hey i need to fix this whole big whatever the mess is but if we all took care of our own stuff and did the right thing collectively it would it would fix itself and
0: we still got more to talk about with tony manderich but first i need to talk to you beautiful people about built bar that's right guys built bar it's a holiday season and sometimes when you think holiday shopping, you don't necessarily think protein bars, but mm-mm, Bilt Bar is here to change that. That's right, they're filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, low in sugar, low in net carbs, low in fat, and high in protein. So you get the best of both worlds with deliciousness and health, not just for your workouts, but yes, your holiday shopping as well. Built Bar is here to give you that extra feel to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers, or if you're not here to battle holiday shoppers, you're just standing in line like a civilized person, Bill Barr can give you that extra something to just keep you going because, whoo boy, these are these are lawn days at the mall uh, these days. Throw one in your jacket, throw one in your purse. You may never know when you're going to need it. Or maybe your friends are going to need one. Maybe your family's going to need one. Maybe you got a holiday party that you are going to attend, and instead of bringing uh, the old sugar cookie recipe that... No one really likes. They're very stale. Don't bring those. Bring a box of built bars. Change the game. You will be remembered for parties to come as a legend if you bring a big ol' box of built bars for the whole gang. Also, before you do that though, got to go to built.com to get these built bars. You got to use promo code locked fifteen, and of course that will save you fifteen percent off of your order. One more time. Get your built bars at built.com. Promo code locked15 and get 15% off of your order at built.com. And I totally agree as well. Just like uh, empathy is lacking with a lot of people, right? But it seems that you know you have a pretty good grasp on it. But also, like you said, wasn't always like that. I mean, and just a little detail for people. I'm sure most people know, but that don't know. You started your career at Green Bay. Took three years away from the NFL. The first two were spent um, battling addiction, I, I, alcohol, drugs, but then rehab, and then you go to the Colts for some time. When did that empathetic mindset really start to sell? Was it during rehab? Was it after NFL? Was it in your forties? Like, what? When does that clearness and mindset come to you in
1: your life? Um, you know, it was there was a huge paradigm shift in rehab. Um, sure, and it wasn't. I mean, that's where like there was a huge shift. But, you know, off of that, like, I started to look at the world differently. I started to realize, you know, speaking third person, that Tony didn't have all the answers. (laughs) You know, (laughs) and when you're sitting in a treatment center voluntarily and you think to yourself, my great plans of building an empire got me into a treatment center. That's when you start to realize maybe I don't have all the answers. And I, I I used to think I had the answers for me and for you. And it's like, I didn't even have the answers for me. (laughs) (laughs) And and there are some days I'm still searching for, you know, but it's, 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 it's it's gotten to a a matter of something that we touched on earlier. It's just, it's daily consistent working, you know, working on yourself. And that doesn't mean you're constant. I mean, I don't want to make it sound like, you know, I'm, I'm like this, Like, hey, self-development, like, improve yourself, kind of crazy, like, obsessed person about that. But I'm like, you know what? If you're not going to improve yourself first and make yourself as as best a version of human being as you can be in anything that you're doing, then what's the point of doing anything else? Mm -hmm. Sure. It's it's like, I've never understood the point of doing something half-ass. I don't care what it is. It's like, if you're going to do it... Be either all in or don't do it. That's just yeah. that's just my opinion.
0: And you've also talked about um, the incredible bust cover, you mm-hmm. know. But I I, I don't want to touch on. it. I actually, actually want to go to something else here. Is that like you know we just talked about? You did take three years away from the NFL after a short stint with Green Bay, two of which were, were spent yeah, battling yeah. addiction and then rehab. I, I'm almost more impressed and more fascinated with the fact that you not only took three years away from the NFL. But spent the way you did, and then were able to tack on, I believe, four years with the Indianapolis Colts. Three, three with Indy. Three with the Indianapolis yeah, Colts. Colts. Four ever, eight, yeah. That's incredible. Like, do you do you ever look back and just are like, are you, are you impressed with yourself that you were able to do that? Because listen, three years away from the NFL, that's hard enough. Do it the no. way you did it and come back, yeah. I, I think that's crazy. Like that's that's amazing. Like, do you ever look back and all yourself, I, or how do you look? I, back? Do.
1: I, I look back at that when I get really down on myself. Gotcha. Um, because that's something that is a it was very difficult to do it was very difficult to do it wasn't impossible obviously Mm -hmm. it was very difficult to do um but I knew it could be done if you just you know make a plan I kind of knew enough about lifting and I knew enough about offensive lineman drills that I could work on myself and you know, the, the obstacles I had were will anybody give me a chance because of all of the, you know, bridges I burned um, and then left the league the way I didn't had that. The whole, you know, steroid, um, you know, at that time, was I never even had, had admitted it publicly yet. Gotcha. Um, that whole just, you know, the rumor mill and all that stuff, you know, it's it's um, the whole the whole thing is. Pretty incredible, looking back at it, you know i do you know I personally do believe in in God um and I know that you know it was only by the grace of God that it happened. It was only by the grace of God that I got sober. It's sure. like I still have to do the work, mm-hmm. but basically it was like you know the path was laid out like if you if you choose this, if you want this, this is there for you if you want it and and the great thing about that is. It's like that for everybody. It is literally like that for everybody.
0: And you mentioned uh, ninety-five is, is when you got sober. Have you like is it so sixteen years sober? Is that am I doing my math right? Almost, right there? almost twenty-seven. Got wow! Look at that. That's March twenty-third, nineteen ninety-five. Yeah, gotcha. I don't know where I got the number sixteen. Yeah, it shows you what I know about math right there. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Like, you know, you you hear about people that quit cigarettes, like, oh, I've been off cigarettes for 10 years, but I still crave one every single day or something like that. Like for the last 27 years, like, is it still a daily battle or is there a point in the last few years or that it kind of leaves you or how how hard of a battle is it to
1: sustain that 27 years? The, you know, the the obsession, the chemical part, the obsession of for me, it was, you know, opiates and um, alcohol. Were, were the two yeah. biggest ones um you know i had like the the obsession to drink or use again had come back in between my second and third year only for like a moment it was like maybe okay. for like like 2 minutes um and i th- i think it's an it's a funny it's a funny story but it, now it's a funny story it wasn't funny back then but i always had this fear of dentists right so okay. I, was at the, I was at the dentist and, you know, two and a half years sober, it's off season. And, um, I, I don't, you know, it's like whatever builds up that anxiety and everything. And it was like, I just was like, had that obsession to somehow get my hands on either alcohol or get a prescription for some painkillers. Obviously I, I didn't have any painkillers. I don't, you know, didn't have that stuff, um, laying around and, But, you know what, I did what I was taught, you know, uh, if the obsession comes back, you know, ask for it to be removed or pray for it to be removed. And that's what I did. And it got removed instantly. So, and that, you know, that obsession kind of psychological obsession lasted for like, you know, like I said, less than a couple minutes. And that was between the second and third year. And I've never had that obsession return again. I mean, it's never returned. So the biggest battle, like like I could be, you know, I've watched games, you know, football games at sports bars and stuff. And there's people drinking and eating. And I have friends that are like, hey, you know, we shouldn't, you know, out of respect, they're like, and it's not their fault. It's like they're doing it out of respect, like not to drink. it. I'm like, guys, your drinking doesn't bother me at all. It's like, honestly, if it bothered me, I either, first of all, would say, you know, please don't, or I I would just not go. But then you're kind of living a sheltered life. You're not really Mm -hmm. living a whole life. You still got that, you know, what's referred to as alcoholic thinking. And so you're really not relieved of that obsession. And, And luckily, I've been relieved of that. I don't hang out in bars every once in a while I'll go to a sports bar or something like that Michigan state game thing. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of people drinking. Did it bother me? Heck no. I want, I was, you know, watching the Spartans kick butt and um, (laughs) you know, that was what was making my blood rush. Right. So it was, um, it, 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 it's more now a battle of how I think it's, that's what the, the daily battle is. And I think that everybody, whether you're, you know, uh, person in recovery or not can relate to that to a degree. It's like, sometimes you get into, you know, a funk and, and sometimes people's funks will last longer than others. Sometimes people will have, you know, quote unquote, diagnosed as clinical depression. Sometimes they'll just be really, really down for a week, but it's not clinical depression. It's just like they're down. And and so there's, you know, all those different levels. And it's just a matter of thinking, you know, my thinking, Sometimes wants to sabotage me. And you know, I know enough, I have enough tools now that I can stop that like pretty quickly.
0: And are, are one of those tools, uh, the art that you've gone into, because you do photography, you do digital art, TonyManders.com for anyone interested also on Instagram. So it was that also kind of like maybe lack of a better term, but like a coping mechanism while you were getting through your struggles, or is that just something you had just interest in and are now just doing it
1: professionally? You know, I would say it wasn't something that I um like. I, I always loved photography. It wasn't something I set out as a remedy, um, okay. or or something you know, or, or like a like a release of whatever emotion or whatever or feelings or how I feel inside or whatever. But it definitely became one, okay, um, in a positive way. And and I think like my when I look at my body of work on my you know portfolio, it's like. I know exactly where what I was thinking about or what I was where I was in my head when I shot that like shot the picture in the studio. But the emotion that I was evoking while shooting it, lighting it, editing it and doing all that was from a certain time of my life or a certain situation in my life that made me feel a certain way. And that's what I was trying to evoke. Um, And it's usually uh, sometimes I'd say, you know, pre-planned to go into a, say, let's shoot something dark, like dark, like the Joker dark, right. Mm -hmm. Like, like from the last Joker movie or, um, you know, something more bright, you know, um, or something more of light, um you know which is funny to me because when i look at the whole thing it's like well that goes back to good versus evil that goes back to you know all these yeah. things in in history right and 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 in current present day right so it's um it, i would say it's definitely been a remedy and there and there's there's been a a group i've been working with they're on the east coast um called abstract athlete and they work with a lot of athletes of all different sports active and retired that are in the creative arts, and it could be photography, sculpting, painting, it could be any kind of art. Um And they promo like their work and they and they, I, you know, try to build scholarships and they have gallery shows. And I've been involved in a few. And we've got, I think, one coming up in Phoenix in a couple of months. So they've been a great help and a great, you know, I think a great asset um to athletes uh and creativity. I, I think creativity and it doesn't have to be expressed through photography there's you know thousands of ways to express creativity is a, is a very huge
0: huge thank you to a lot of people uh first and foremost Tony Mandarich just for being uh, so transparent so open and so insightful too about just everything really anything you ask him he's willing to answer and super generous of him to you know spend 20 to 30 minutes with me and just talking about yeah his life which is Quite the story, to say the least. Uh, Another person I got to thank too, listener Kevin Vaughn. He's over in Arizona. He uh, knows him pretty well. And he was actually the one that reached out to me, being like, hey, if you ever want to talk to Tony, I can just text him. And it was the easiest process in the world. So, Kevin Vaughn, uh, Arizona Spartan Alumni Club member, and I think I want to say president out there. Awesome guy as well. And last but not least, I I just got to thank all you guys for uh, just another great week. It's been a great season. It's just been a great run uh, doing this with you fine folks. You guys really uh, make this an awesome time. And that's right. You guys are the greatest. Love every single one of you. And uh, thanks for making Lockdown Spartans your first listen every single day here in the Lockdown Podcast Network. Like I said, next week, uh, we'll start with the mailbag on Monday. So if you have any questions, LockdownSpartans at gmail.com. Uh, I actually, when I was recording and editing this podcast... We're going to have William Piegler, Michigan State's running back coach, on. Uh, Just had that booked about two minutes ago. A little peek behind the curtain there. So that'll be fun as well. We'll include him in our Kenneth Walker episode. And then, oh, hey, that's fun. Michigan State basketball plays again. Uh, That's right, next week against Oakland. So we will definitely hit on that. You know how we do it, guys. Five days a week here in the Locked On Spartans podcast. Thank you so much for making us your first listen every single day. Now go make Locked On Bets your second listen. That's right. Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. It's Locked on Bets, hosted by Your Boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling, free and available on all platforms. All right. Have an awesome weekend, guys. You guys are all the best. Go Green!